Listening to the She's About Business show may result in motivation, inspiration, and an overall uplifted mood. If you are someone who does not enjoy being motivated, inspired, or uplifted, please do not listen to this show. This show is dedicated to helping listeners move forward exponentially on their journey to living their very best lives. We cannot be held responsible for the awesomeness that may result. Then again, maybe we can. Hey, Kaden. Yes, Mommy. It's time for the She's About Business show. Yes. (laughs) You know, God knew who he was creating when he created me, and the same is true for you. We must persevere. Now, faith, to me, is the most vital part of our strengthening process. We must believe in the process. We must believe in our ability to complete the process. And we must believe in the one who orchestrates the process. I hate to break it to you, but we're all called to help and inspire someone. If you have children, guess what? They're watching you. If you have family members or friends, guess what? They're watching you. (laughs) And they are either going to be inspired to fail or succeed. Hey there, this is Diathea Garns, the Impact Coach, and you are listening to the She's About Business show where we are impacting lives and inspiring change. Let's get started with the show. Hey there, it's your host, Diathea Garns. Are you guys enjoying your summer so far or at least getting ready to enjoy your summer? I'm actually one of those strange people who prefers fall and even winter, but you know, only when it's not too, too cold. (laughs) So I'm actually really a homebody during the summer because I hate being hot. But if you're not strange like me, I really hope that you're loving your summer so far. Kind of weird because June is my favorite month, but not because it's in the summer, because I have a lot of things to celebrate in the month of June. My mom's birthday was actually yesterday. Happy birthday again, mom. My youngest son's birthday is in a few days. And then my birthday is next week. It usually falls on Father's Day or the day after Father's Day. And then both of my nieces also have birthdays in June. So the month of June is my favorite thing about summer. (laughs) I hope you've had a chance to go and visit theimpactcoach.net to see all of the cool things I have going on that may be able to help you living your very best life. I will be starting some new group coaching programs very soon, so please stay on the lookout for those as well. And this is episode two of season two of the award-winning She's about business show, a.k.a. the Stab show, giving all honor and glory to God for everything he is doing and to my savior, JC, Jesus Christ. Thanks, Jesus. Thanks, God. I love you guys. Thanks to all of my fabulous sisters and fabulous fellas for tuning in and for supporting the show and getting us to our second season. You guys, that was a really goofy shout out and and you know entry but you guys should know that about me by now so okay that's fine (laughs) you guys have been so super supportive on the various platforms such as facebook instagram itunes podomatic TuneIn, spotify google podcast luminary and of course youtube don't forget to give me and the show a shout out 
on our new and improved Instagram account. You got to check it out. You can follow us at She's About Business or follow me and the show at She's About Business and mention She's About Business and your shout out so that I can shout you out right back. Okay, you guys know I love Instagram. So definitely, if you're not on the gram, get on the gram. Today, our topic is your elevation continues from functioning to flourishing. So I really want you guys to get how important your season of elevation is. Last week, I talked about how during your season of elevation, some of the very things that you thought you wanted so badly won't even deserve you anymore because of who you are becoming and where God is elevating you to, right? So this week, I'm taking the topic of elevation a bit further because many times people get stuck living a life of functionality. I've talked before about being stuck in survival mode where you're just barely getting by. You don't really have purpose. You lack drive. You don't have any real goals. And you're basically just living because you wake up each and every day and you have to. Right. <laughs> you're still waking up. So you got to keep on living. That's no way to live. We, we know that. But people do it every single day. I've done it. OK. And it's awful. Simply functioning in life is a step above being in survival mode when you're functioning you're actually operating where most folks would say you are doing pretty good. You're not doing bad. You're going from day to day and you're functioning or you're doing the things that you're supposed to do. Right. But what people don't know is that you're simply going through the motions. You get up, you go to work, you talk to coworkers, you go to lunch, you go home, you get the kids, you cook dinner, you go to bed, wake up and repeat. So, yeah. This type of living does not work well for those who are being elevated. It's not going to be. It's not going to work out, you know, to your advantage if you're getting stuck and just functioning. Right. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work when God is trying to move you into a season of elevation for a lot of people, this functional life becomes very comfortable, even though they know that something's missing and they really want something more. They're still comfortable. After all, if you never try to achieve for anything more, then you don't have to worry about failing. Right. Another wrong way of thinking that holds many people into this, you know, that holds them back and keeps them stuck in this functional way of living Is thinking like, well, with all of life's worries and troubles, I'm happy with just getting by. I'm happy with just making it. At least I'm making it right. And then you also have those who are functioning in life very well. They live a life full of pleasures, but with very little purpose. Guess what? It may look like they're happy, but God made us all for a purpose. And as good as it may feel, as good as it may look, right, it is not for us to live a life that is all about us. It's not for us to live a life 
that's based on how many pleasures we can have. Or how good we can look to everyone else, how well we can dress or what, you know, nice car we can get or what nice house we can have. Right. Without a purpose that's outside of yourself, you're still just functioning. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you, but you can have everything in the world. But if your only purpose is you what you can do for yourself, you and yours and your children and your household, and you're not worried about anybody else and you're only worried about what people think of you and how good you look and how impressive you can be to other people, you're still just functioning. Honestly, being so comfortable in a life of functioning will actually keep you from ever reaching your season of elevation. Because the elevation is not about what you have, right? It's not about how you look. It's not about what people think of you. Because people can think the world of you. Oh, my God, he has it going on. She has it going on. They're so amazing. Because everything looks good. You have a lot of money. You dress real nice. You look good. You have a nice car. You have a nice home. You got it going on. But God knows that you're just barely functioning. You're functioning because you're not living according to a purpose. And I have met many people who I can clearly see they have seed, but they never grow. And I believe that we've all been given seed. So why is it that some people grow to a point where God can elevate them and some people don't? The Bible actually compares people to seeds, and I think it really explains exactly what I'm talking about. In Luke 8, 14 through 15, it says the seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart. Who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. Those who plant on good soil, it doesn't say that they are perfect. It doesn't say that they always respond to things in the right way or say the right things or make the right decisions. It doesn't say they become famous, doesn't say they become millionaires, but it does say that they have noble and good hearts. They hear the word, they retain it, they persevere and produce crop. Or in other words, they are elevated by God. Eventually, they go from functioning to actually flourishing. They have noble and good hearts, meaning they are not all about themselves. They may even get hurt a lot by other people because of their noble and good hearts. But still, they have heard God's word. They retained it. So they have faith. So they persevere. And eventually they are elevated. And eventually they flourish. So it doesn't matter what they've gone through. It doesn't matter that people often walk away, that people kick them when they're down, that people betray them, that people reject them. Right. They have noble and good hearts. 
They have heard God's word. They retain it. They keep holding on. They persevere. They continue to hold on to their faith and they will produce crop because they hold on. They keep pushing. They keep trying. And they understand that it's not all about them. And eventually they are elevated. So they go again from functioning to actually flourishing. And it's not all about how they look. It's not all about what they have. They may eventually in their season of elevation get many amazing things. Right. But that's not the big thing that people see with them. People who are actually elevated by God, they have a light about them. They have noble and good hearts. So regardless of what they drive, what they wear, people recognize them because of how they act, because of how they treat other people, because of the words that they speak. Right. Again, does not mean that they're perfect. But you can tell even when somebody's making mistakes, even when somebody's messing up, even when they don't respond right, they're going to try to fix it. They're going to try to come back. You can tell who has a good heart and who's noble. Right. So maybe today you're just functioning. Maybe you haven't sown your seed in fertile soil. And so maybe life's worries, riches and pleasures have stunted your growth and they've kept you from maturing and elevating to where you could have been by this time. But it's not too late. Because God never runs out of seeds and there's plenty of fertile soil for all of us. Right. Simply functioning in life is not what we were created for. And it's time to turn that around and only you can do that. You should be able to look back over your life over the last few years. And you should be like, wow, look at how I've grown. Look at how I've changed, not in appearance, people, not in appearance, but how you've changed on the inside. Maybe your thinking has changed. Maybe you're willing to do things, good things, the right things that you were not willing to do before. Maybe you're not willing to accept certain things in your life anymore that were detrimental to you, that were hurting you. Maybe you had habits that were hurting you and other people that you no longer participate in, right? If you can say that, then it sounds like you're on your way, right? You're on your way, but you still could be in a position where you're just functioning. And maybe God is trying to tell you that he's ready to move you from functioning to flourishing, but you still have to change your mind. You're making progress. But you still have to make sure that you are sowing into fertile ground. You know, you have faith, you put in God as a priority in your life. And you are honestly trying to connect with him in a way where you're tapping into your purpose. Like I said, you can have pleasures and you can have a great job and you can have an amazing, you know, relationship or maybe you have the right career. But if you still feel like something is missing, it could be 
that you're not actually walking in your purpose. And I know I've said this before, but what, you know, um, what a devastating thing it would be to get to the end of your life and realize that you never walked in your purpose. To realize that you could have done things so much better. You could have been more impactful. You could have done things on a greater level. And I believe that it's never too late to do that. It's never too late to make a change. You know, the people who inspire me the most are the people who do things great, do amazing things when people said that they couldn't do it, when people said they were too old or even too young. You know, I look at the people who go back to school in their 50s or who start working out in their 60s and they become these amazing athletes or they, you know, go back and get their education and start a whole new career. Those people inspire me because a lot of times we can feel like we've missed the mark. We can feel like we took too long. We can feel like we wasted too much time. But God is a God who can restore time. He can restore everything that we've lost. So a lot of it has to do with us changing our mind and us deciding, you know what, Lord, I know I've made some progress, but I'm ready to, to move from, you know, functioning. I'm ready to move, even if you're still in that season or that period where you're just in survival mode. You know, it's time for you to step it up. It's time to step up your game. Either way, like I want every single thing that God has for me, not because I'm greedy, but because that's the only way that I can ensure that I'm making him happy. That's the only way that I can ensure that I'm living out my purpose to the absolute fullest. Even though I feel like I've missed the mark, I've wasted time, I've gotten it wrong, I've been distracted, I've allowed myself to be hurt. I've allowed myself to be used, you know, all of the things the enemy throws at us. But somewhere along the way, out of all of that, out of all of the mistakes that I made, right, there is something in that that God can use. And so I think that the key is to take those things, take what God can use, take the seed, right, and throw away everything else that's, that's no good. And this this is kind of a little bit off topic, but I'm just I'm feeling led to say this. And I was going to do a whole episode on this, but um, one of the biggest things that keeps us stuck and keeps us moving from, you know, just just functioning or keeps us just functioning instead of flourishing is unforgiveness. OK, not being able to forgive wrongs that were done to us. If you cannot forgive and move on, and I know it's hard, guys. I talk so much about forgiveness. I've done books on forgiveness because I know I've been there and it's hard. But if you cannot forgive the things that have been done to you, then you get stuck in a what about me type of mentality and a victim mentality. And if you have a victim's mentality, then you cannot flourish, period. And so I, what, what I really wanted to point out is that there's a difference between 
forgiving somebody and reconciling. And that's what people don't get. They think that when you forgive somebody, you actually have to reconcile as well. And you don't. Forgiving somebody only takes one person. So you can forgive somebody without them even knowing. It's great if you can go back and reconcile, but it's not always possible. And you shouldn't always reconcile because not everybody should be in your life because they're not willing to do what they need to do to, you know, ensure that they're not taking away more than they're giving to ensure that they're not hurting more than they're helping. Right. But it does not mean that you're not supposed to forgive them. And I know for myself personally, like God is always on me about forgiveness. And I'm, I'm, sometimes I forgive to a fault, I think. Not that you can forgive to a fault because God wants us to, to be very forgiving. But I, I think I reconcile to a fault. And you have to understand that there's a difference. Forgiveness takes one person. Reconciliation takes two people. Right. So that means that after you forgive, you actually have to go back and have a conversation You have to talk it out. You have to work it out. You have to reconcile. Even if you don't go back to the way that things were, you have to actually still be able to come to an agreement on the status of the relationship. And guess what? Not everybody wants to do that. Not everybody's willing to put in the work. Reconciliation takes work. So I think that we have to get a clear understanding that we're not always called to reconcile, but we are absolutely called to forgive. So if you are out there today and this message is for you, because like I said, this I wasn't even planning on saying this, but I understand that this is a big part of it. And you have something in your heart that you just cannot let go of. And you have anger about it and you're just hurt about it. If you take a look at that, really, honestly, That's holding you back in some kind of way because that stuff is not meant to be carried on. And it definitely cannot be taken into your season of elevation. If you take it into your season of elevation. In my opinion, your elevation is not. Necessarily. From God, it may be that you're being elevated by man But I honestly believe that God really wants us to come into our season of elevation with a a good heart, a humble heart, a pure heart as much as possible. And unforgiveness is just it's like poison. It corrodes. You know, it's nothing good about it at all. Not one good thing. So today I would love it if you could just look at yourself, take a look inside And see if you're holding on to unforgiveness. It could have just happened yesterday. It could have happened last week. I know it's hard. It hurts. It makes you angry. It makes you want to cry. I absolutely know how you feel because I go through it as well. But talk it out with God. He does not negotiate on forgiveness. Right? I've tried it. It's something that we're supposed to do, right? We just have to. But we do not have to reconcile. Some people say, you know, I can forgive, but I ain't going to forget, you know. So basically what they're saying is I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to pretend like I'm reconciling, but I'm still going to hold it against you. 
No, when you reconcile, then you're letting everything go. That's why reconciliation is so hard, because a lot of people are not willing to do that. You may be willing and you may be the person that was actually hurt and you're willing to forgive and reconcile. But the person who did the damage (laughs) is not willing to reconcile because they understand that they're going to have to put in work. And it could be that for them, it's easier just to walk away. Guess what? If that's the case, then that means that you are not worth their time. You are not worth fighting for. You are not worth the effort. And guess what? A person like that is only going to end up hurting you again. A person like that is not worth your time. They are not worth your effort. They are not worth your tears. They are not even worth you even thinking about anymore. So forgive them. Move on and allow God to elevate you, allow yourself to move from functioning in that unforgiveness, just functioning and just getting by to absolutely flourishing. It's time for you to flourish. It looks good on you, sis. It looks good on you, fellas. Right. All right. Fabulous ones. I went too long. I know you guys, some of you guys have asked for a little bit longer shows, but (laughs) I still try to keep it not too long. But I think I was about to start really rambling right there. I hope I didn't get off track too much. And I hope that it still all made sense because all of that is all tied in together. So I hope I was able to explain it well. Um, If you guys can give me some feedback, if you want to hear more about forgiveness and reconciliation. I can definitely do an episode on that, but I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope that it will help you, you know, get ready for God's elevation and start preparing for your season of elevation because it's going to be amazing. It's like everything that God's promised you begins to come to pass and it's long overdue, right? That's how you feel anyway. (laughs) But honestly, it happens exactly when it's supposed to happen according to our preparation. So, you know, we need to remember that and not try to rush ourselves or rush God, okay? But in order to truly live with purpose, to do the thing outside of you that will impact your environment, your community, the people around you, You have to be willing, ready and able to flourish when God is elevating you and you are flourishing all the good things that you may be seeking or hoping for and trying for by your own might will come to you. Right. Because his way is always best. And I will definitely admit that it's not always easy to do things his way. Absolutely not. But it's always worth it. Okay, (laughs) guys, thanks so much again for all of the support. And don't forget that it's so very important to me and to the show that you leave a rating or review on the platform of your choice so that the show can continue to make an impact and win some more awards. Right. (laughs) I so appreciate all of you who have taken the time to leave a review or give me feedback or to share the show. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, or Spotify, Podbeam, Podomatic, Luminary, or any of the other platforms, and you haven't already, please review and share the show. And if you're listening on YouTube on the She's About Business channel, please subscribe, share, and like. 
And don't forget that I have amazing content on Binge Networks that you can't find anywhere else. So check it out and sign up there. And also, if you are an Instagram user, please make a comment with a mention and let me know your thoughts on the show. All right. Until next time, let's work at being about the business of living our very best lives while allowing God to elevate us by going from functioning to flourishing. All right. (laughs) And remember that we are on this journey together. I absolutely adore you guys. The She's About Business Show is directed and hosted by Dayukia Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Guy Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business Show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit She'sAboutBusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.